the call of the sinful. In our readings today, we're given three examples of people who are very important in our tradition, who are called by the Lord. Yet all of them are very aware of their brokenness, of their sinfulness. And yet God still calls them. We see in our gospel, Luke chapter 5, it says, getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. We see here, we don't, we don't hear Simon Peter asking Jesus into his boat. That it's Jesus who initiates. That anytime we respond to the Lord, it's always because he has first initiated with us. That, that our response is exactly that. It's a response. And so Simon Peter trusts, and he listens to what Jesus asks him to do, which is kind of interesting because it, it had just said they were washing their nets. So they're like ready to go in after all night. They're ready to like go have breakfast and eat, and they're washing their nets, and Jesus is like, oh yeah, we're going to have to do that over again because we're going back out. But they listen. Jesus calls them to respond and, and do something that seems almost foolish, silly, a waste of energy. But he listens. And that's when the miraculous happens. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. So in, now... Peter, who, who said very good words, he had said to the Lord, at your command, I will. It, it almost doesn't matter what he said after that. At your command, I will lower the nets. And now that, that God responds and does something incredible, Simon Peter is just so aware of his weakness, right? That in the face of God's goodness, doesn't kind of our lack of goodness just becomes so clear. Like, it's like a, on the retreat or something. It's like, hey, we want you to give a talk on the retreat. And the students are like, ah, uh, not me. You know, like, who am I to stand up and talk in front of other people about my faith? Like, I'm, I'm weak. I'm a sinner, you know. I'm not perfect. And so Simon Peter, he says, depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. It's actually, it's a natural response when, when we see how good God is and we recognize how much we fall short. The first temptation is to run. It'll happen to all of us, but, but actually, yeah, there, there's something good there that the fact that Simon Peter can see God's goodness, that's a good thing. The fact that he can see his sinfulness, that's a good thing. That awareness is always a grace. I'm aware of how good God is. I'm aware of how much, how broken I am and how neat, in need of God I am. Because what's the opposite of that? If I don't see how good God is, right, that's like, well, yeah, God's good, but I don't really see that right now. That's hard. 
Or, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, I'm not that bad a person. I haven't killed anybody, you know? It's like, okay, good, you know? Like, um, don't we hear, don't we say that? Like, I'm not that, I'm a, I'm a good person. If, if I'm focused on saying I'm a good person, then, then maybe I don't need a savior. So that sometimes we can get, you know, people look at Catholics like, man, you guys are all, you're so big on sin. And it's like, no, it's sin that tells us our need for a savior. That my sin actually makes me humble enough to receive the forgiveness and grace of God. But if I'm not a sinner, then I don't need anything. I'm good. Nope, I'm, I'm good. You know? And so to see our sin is actually a grace. To see the goodness of God is a grace. We see in the, in the first reading, the prophet Isaiah, all of a sudden he sees the Lord on his, he's giving, he sees the Lord on his throne. He's given a glimpse of heaven where there's angels and there's holy smoke. That's, that's why we have holy smoke around here. You know, it's like, that's what heaven is. Heaven is just like, that's, we are joining in the celebration of heaven at Mass. And, and the prophet Isaiah sees this, that God is holy, 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 the most holy. And he's like, I am not. And so he's like, Lord, I, I, I can't do this. But, but here's the thing. I am made holy not by my strength. I am made holy by God's holiness. That it's God's grace that helps me in my sin and weakness. And I actually need his grace for me to get to heaven. That's what St. Paul highlights today. He says, it is by his grace that I am here. I am the least of the apostles. You think about it. Paul was, or Saul, as he was known at the time, he was on his way to, like, kill Christians. He wasn't, like humble and contrite, he was in the midst of sinful action and the Lord revealed himself to him and said, will you come follow me? Like we don't have to have it all together before the Lord calls us. That I actually need his grace to get it all together. Does, does that make sense? The question is whether I'm going to respond or not. That, that We have our plan like you know, Paul, Saul has his plan of what he's going to do. Am I willing to be interrupted by God to follow him towards greater holiness? Just like Simon Peter, like he was washing his nets. He's ready to hang them up and like go home for the day. And Jesus interrupts his life and says, do you want to come after me? That's the invitation to all of us this day. That it doesn't matter where we're at. But in fact, if we're very acutely aware of our own sinfulness, that, that, that actually speaks of an, an openness for God to work. The fact that we're even sitting here in this church today means that God called us here and we responded. Like we're already doing it. And am I willing to go further? Am I willing to show my sinfulness to the Lord for him to heal it? Because that's, that's where redemption comes from. Remember, we had a guest priest last year, Father Sean Kilcally, who spoke to the students. And I was talking to him about like marriage prep. And I said, we have this marriage day we do, and, and uh, we have these couples who help. And he kind of interrupted. He said, he said, you know what I do for that? 
He goes, I try to find the most messed up, broken, married people who have experienced redemption. And I ask them to teach other people about marriage. Because if, if I'm perfect, <laughs> and the couples see this, right? The couples come in, we had this a few weeks ago, and they're like, you guys seemed all perfect and good at the beginning of the day, but then you shared your story with us, and it made me realize, like, maybe I belong here too. <laughs> and so I, I stand here in front of you as a sinner. And I say that so that maybe each person here can say, maybe I belong here too. That the church is not, you know, a hotel for the saints. The church is a hospital for sinners. Sinners who recognize that I need his grace. Because in a few minutes, we are going to come forward. And just as the prophet Isaiah received a flaming ember on his tongue that purged his sin, that you and I will receive the flaming ember of God's love in the Eucharist on our tongues. That it's by his grace that our sin is purged. That it's by more of him in my life that I can experience more holiness. That's why I'm here. I'm here not because I'm great and perfect, but because I'm weak and needy and I know where to go. That it's not about where we are, but it's about our response. As I, as I prayed about these readings, I just couldn't help but go back, like, how do you talk about sinfulness, a sinful person responding to the Lord? I, and all I could think about was myself. <laughs> so I, I, maybe some of you have heard this before, but I, I just think of my own journey. And when I was in seminary, I was about uh, seven months out from deacon ordination, which is pretty far. Um, it's many years into it. And I had done this service opportunity where I was working with a youth group. And I found myself liking one of the women who was volunteering with the youth group. And I was so confused. I was like, God, I thought you were calling me to be a priest, but how come this is coming up? Is this what you want me to do? And and then I thought, well, what if, what if I do become a priest, but then I start liking somebody else years down the road, and then I leave, and I cause great scandal? And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I would rather never be ordained than have that happen. And so I went on my retreat, and I, and I was talking to the Lord about all this, and he showed me, he's like, first of all, you know, Matthew, I made you a man, <laughs> you know, you, you're going to like women, you know, like... Um, I'm not going to take away who you are as I call you to your vocation. Just like a married man might be attracted to other women. But that becomes precisely the opportunity to choose once again to love and be faithful to his vocation. And so as I sat there and I discerned and I was like, Lord, what, what do you want from me? And I realized that he was saying to me, you kind of want to be married and you're free to do that. And you'd actually be happy doing that. And I felt great relief, like, I can go be married. God would support me if I went and be married, you know? And as I kept praying, I said, well, what about priesthood? And I realized that God was saying, I actually want you to be a priest. I mean, I'm inviting you to, but you don't have to. 
Like in my mind, in my story, marriage never looked more beautiful and inviting and good and holy than in that moment. And God said, you're free. But here's what I want, and you'll actually be happier even though you don't even see how that's possible at this point. And as I sat there in prayer, the final thing that clicked for me was like, Lord, I, I feel like I'm going to become a priest, and then my weakness is going to hurt and scandalize people. But yet you know me, and you know the future, and you're still calling me to follow you. You know me, you know my sinfulness, you know my future sinfulness, and you're still calling me. Then why would I want to do anything else? I trust more in you, in your plan, and in your power than in my own weakness and sin. Give me the grace to always stay faithful, to never turn away, because I need you, because I know in my own weakness I'm going to fall. You see, I think that's why God calls those who are sinners. Because they are so conscious of their brokenness and weakness left to themselves. But as they depend completely and entirely on the Lord, that he can work through them. That all he wants from us is our response, our yes. And he can work through us. You know, this little detail, this whole conversation happens between Jesus and Simon Peter. But immediately it says that James and John followed Jesus also. That Simon Peter's yes, in spite of his sinfulness, already bears the fruit because James and John follow also. Does that make sense? That even, the, even our yes in the midst of sinfulness can bear fruit. That God does not call the perfect. <laughs> he perfects those whom he calls. And so this day, and every day, but, but the day that matters is this day. Jesus is inviting us to come and follow him. And where I would be tempted to stop because of my sinfulness and weakness, he invites me to follow anyways. And so why don't we, why don't we pray? Let's take a minute and pray, even though we're praying the whole Mass. Let's pray. Lord God, you who know all things and hold all things in your power, Lord, you know every sin that we've committed and every sin that we will commit. And yet you still have a desire for us to know your love and for us to follow you. Lord, give us the courage and grace and confidence to trust more in you and your power and in your plan than in my own ability to see things and to be strong. Lord, you know the plans we have in motion now. And we choose now to give you permission to lead us according to your plan on a new path that will lead to our sanctification and to many other people also coming to know you. Be patient with us. 
and give us what we need this day, for we trust in you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.